Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Legends Only. My name is T. Kyle. And I'm Bradley. And this is your weekly pop culture podcast where we talk about Legends Only. How are we feeling this week? We are about 87%. Back to life. Back. Yeah, you look way better this week. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, I am feeling better. I did have an interesting spell of insomnia, which actually is very relevant to something we're about to discuss. But I don't know if it was COVID or what, but I could not sleep for the week after. Yeah. I don't know if you probably, had that. No, mine is brain fog. So I'm the exact well, opposite. Arguably, that's always been there. But right. But it's just amplified. Yeah. So I have been sleeping eight, nine, ten hours a night. Oh, that sounds luxurious. The exact opposite of yeah. you. No, I've been going like two hour doses and then waking up and seeing, you know, my phone and trying to get back to sleep. Oh. Yeah, it's been bad. You got to do a full reset. I do. Like a, you know. I just need to get out. I need to get away. I need to yeah. go somewhere. The other day I went for my walk. I walked three miles, got my coffee, finished my coffee. And then I was like, I'm just going to rest my head for a second. Oh. Woke up three and a half hours later. I was like. Outside? No, oh. no, <laughs> no, like on my couch, I was like, oh, I'm just a little, you know, fatigued. I'm mm. just gonna, you know, and then I woke up and I was like, oh, oops. It's fine. Our bodies are recovering. Yeah. Well, thank you everybody for your patience as we get our shit together. Oh, yeah. And as always. Yes, we would like to shout out our Patreon Legends Only fans. Not actually an OnlyFans, it's Patreon. Oh. <laughs> For this Some podcast. people do think. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to all of our <clears throat> Patreon supporters. Bonus episodes every week after shows and the upcoming Icon Tier live chat on Thursday night at 8 p.m. See you there. See you there. See you soon. Yes, we're very excited and a little nervous to have our next live chat based oh, on the last one. <laughs> the Stan Wars. <laughs> mute, mute, mute. 
<laughs> Nikki, is anyone even checking for her? I was like, do not involve me. I am not co-signing any of this live chat. You know, I agreed with some points that were made. I, I'll let you ponder. Anyway. I stepped away from the mic. <laughs> Speaking of Stan Wars. Speaking of. The VMAs were last night. They were. Whenever you're listening to it, they were. Um, Sunday night. Yeah. August 28th. Can't believe it's already uh, the end of August. <gasps> yeah. August slipped away, some might say. Yes. And speaking of her songstresses (laughs) from the woods, we uh, evidently are out of the woods. We are. Question mark, but seems And into the night. And into the nights, yes. Of the myriad moments, moments, question mark, of the VMAs. The biggest moment of the night. Of the shit that I've seen, you don't have that many. <laughs> I had to drag the working. MTV Twitter account when they were like, so many iconic moments, bestie. And I was like, define iconic. <laughs> I would like to see it. Bestie also is already like, that's an elder millennial tweeting already. I think I really don't like that word. I don't either. You don't know me. You have to earn that. Yeah, you don't You're know me. You're not my bestie. No. You I don't hated know anything. that. I've you always know hated it. Mm-mm. You don't know mm-hmm. my life? I don't know my life. Have you been there for me? No. Have you sent me cards on my birthday? Exactly. Well, I'm not a gift person, so it's like, really fine. But it's still the effort that counts. Yeah. Anyway. Do you stay up with me till three in the morning playing Minecraft <laughs> like Lindsay does? <laughs> no. Exactly. <laughs> Bestie is relative. Yeah. You're in an internet stranger who I tweet with. <laughs> uh, and then you called me a clown. <laughs> <laughs> Well, of all the moments that happened during the VMAs, I will call them moments, the biggest one arguably happened in the last 20 seconds, which sometimes does happen on the VMAs, I suppose. Up, up-and-coming singer-songwriter mm-hmm. Taylor Swift was awarded, I guess it was Video of the Year. I don't know which one it was. I was not paying attention. For what? She didn't even release. All Too Well 10-Minute Version. Didn't that come out in like 2020? No, 2021. That was oh. That was the one... That shouldn't count. I know, right? Ten minutes. That's a There's short a limit. film. Go to the Oscars for I that. I think she got one for long form video as well. Oh. Which I think they dragged out of the depths of the vaults of nomination categories. They were like, we can give her this one. She's here. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, she came up in a uh, glamorous, glittering crystal dress made out of the diamonds formed out of all the carbon emissions from her jet. <laughs> <laughs> also giving you a uh, look what you made me do in the bathtub. Yes, that's what I've seen all over. Some people are saying reputation. However, of course, this is not the case. For the 20 minutes she gave us, she said, Oh, I've got a little announcement. Uh, I've got a new album coming October 21st, and you'll find out about it at midnight. See what she did there. See what she did there. She gave you 20 minutes to give you an Easter egg. In fact, the album is Midnight's, mm-hmm. an album dedicated to insomnia, anxiety, and tossing and turning in the middle of the night. And unfortunately, she's speaking my language. Yeah. Yeah. The concept is a sleigh. It is. It's like, I'm yeah. I'm very here for yeah, it. Yeah. Now, we did get. Presumably the album cover, which also contained the track listing, which I think she's going to be annoying and do, which just said track one, track two. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be the name of the songs. Wait, what? Like, I think they won't have titles. <laughs> oh, so you think it's actually going to... 
the track name will be track, track one. one. Oh, okay. I I have this weird suspicion. I hope I'm wrong. I think she's going to reveal them. I hope. One at a time. I don't want. Via Easter egg. Yeah, because I hate that shit. And the only track 10 I know is by Charlie XCX. But anyway, the album cover is, as many people have pointed out, giving indie Gap. sleaze, American oh. Apparel. Yeah. <laughs> Gap. American Apparel 2009, 2010. The Weeknd's mixtape era. Tumblr era is back. And this has sort of been like a fashion trend that's kind of been seeping back in. Minimalism. A lot of the girls on Tumblr on TikTok have been saying Sky Ferreira is influencing, you know, the look again. It's that indie sleaze category, whatever you call it. Yeah. Tumblr, MySpace. Yeah. She's back. And I like the look. I like the lighter. The lighter. Light her up. She's lighting her three wick sweater weather candle from Bath and Body Works. Burning down the forest (laughs) she came from. Her plane just parked next to the forest. It was fun for the moment, but we're out of the woods and out of the pandemic. Well, actually, we're never out of that. But yeah, that's that's another story. October 21st also happens to be a meaningful day for a variety of women. Used is, to be. <laughs> used to be. Carly, get behind me. I, I think she needs to go to jail. Carly needs to move her date now. You know what the saddest part of this is? Team Taylor looked at the release schedule and they said, oh, no, we're good. There's right. nothing here. Literally nothing else is happening. Nothing's happening. She's like, um, oh, um, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Horrifying. So sad. Carly Rae Jepsen and Megan Trainer both announced October 21st release dates for their albums. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't think anybody's moving, but I do think. Well, arguably no one's listening to. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> to one of them. Oh. Um, I don't know. I think Megan could come out of the woodwork with a bop. You never know. With her evil twin. Who? No, that's her song. Oh. That's my evil twin. Or her song with Nicole Scherzinger. Anyway, October 21st. Also the birthday, I don't know if you saw, of Kim Kardashian, which some people were like... It's 1021. Mm-hmm. Some people were like, is it a drag? I would have said yes if it was Reputation Era when that was still a thing. I don't totally think that's relevant anymore. I don't know. What do you think? No. Like, I feel like we're past it by now. I do think it's a coincidence. I don't know. Maybe not? I mean, it is a Friday. Yes. But there's also, you know, a Friday every single week. So, like, I just am looking. You could have done, you know, the 7th, the 14th, the 28th. <laughs> that's true. Those are Get all the girls Fridays. ready for Halloween. Well, I do like the concept of the album also forming very nicely this sort of fall Halloween vibe of 13 songs, thir- you know, the number 13, spooky, after hours, anxiety. Could have done 10-13. Could have done 10-13. Definitely could have done 10-13. Well, maybe she does have a little little vendetta still. Who knows? Also, what is Taylor Swift releasing going to do to anyone's birthday party? <laughs> It's going to ruin yeah. some Swifties' birthdays. They're going to have to like stay at it's home and my stream. my birthday, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> We're not streaming Midnight's Stormy. <laughs> this is a collection of music written in the middle of the night, a journey through terror and sweet dreams, the floors we pace, the demons we face. For all of us who've tossed and turned and decided to keep the lanterns lit and go searching, hoping that just maybe when the clock strikes 12, we'll meet 
ourselves. Oh my God, her boo bitch era. <laughs> Taylor Swift <laughs> interpolating boo bitch. Heard it here first. <laughs> Confirmed. Well, the Swifties are excited in the chat, and I'm interested in hearing this. I'm wondering if there's going to be a beat, if there's going to be bops. Mm-hmm. I hope it's ambient and emotional. Yeah. I feel like it could be very mirror ball from folklore. Oh, like very yeah. Slow dance, parties over, that mm-hmm. kind of vibe. And in that case, I will stand. So we'll see. Maybe there'll be some trance on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe she'll go electronic. Never I would know. That would be a sleigh. I mean, you know how I am. No, I, I don't. Is that something you're into? No. Okay. Never. Well, somebody did go electronic, actually. They did. They also... Daughter of a Legends. Overshadowed their mother <laughs> on release week. <laughs> This was a shock to the system. Nobody saw this coming. Yeah. I was shocked by this. Yep. Lourdes, Lola, Leon, Chicone, or now Lola Hall, which I don't know if we have an explanation on that nickname yet, but... I thought it was a combo of her name with um, Warhol. I thought so, too. Which, like, it's a little brave. Well, but you if are, anyone's... You know... if Truly, if anyone's going to be the one... That's true. The... Lodana. Lodana. Oh, that's a sleigh, though. <laughs> Lolodana. Uh, yes. Ooh. Yes. I'm a Lolodana. <laughs> I can rule the world. You get it, you get it. Lourdes Lola Leon is here with her debut single, Lock and Key, produced alongside friend Earth Eater. The flavor. <laughs> also a collaborator with Shy Girl. So what do we think? Slay. I think it's a slay. Kind of obsessed with this. It was also kind of low key. Low, low key. The way that she just put it out. Yeah. There was no hype. There was no, it just kind of dropped. It and did. And I was like, wait a minute. It did. This is a slay. Madonna yeah. didn't even promote her own daughter. No, she eventually did. Oh, she okay. gave her an e- IG story. Oh, all right. Which we all have muted. So, right. Exactly. Like nobody saw it because she's <laughs> muted, but. Yeah, I was pretty shook by it. It does make sense as far as her vibe of who her friend group is. It's very much, these are my cool friends. This is our sound. Very Earth Eater. Also very, by the way, of uh, Imogen Heap, Frau Frau. Legend. Very vocal layer, you know, trip hop vibes. Into that. Definitely into that scene. I'm excited to see if this is going to be a one-off thing or if there's more. The video... She looked, she served, she did that. There's a lock and a key. Yeah, basically, Lola's here, the only nepotism child that we accept in the industry. I always, I almost never thought that this would happen at all because of the pressure of who she is. Because where do you even begin when mom's Madonna? Like, what is your debut single supposed to be? Yeah. It's like... Confessions too. Right? So this is cool. I don't know. We'll see what comes of it if she does more music, but I'm happy to see her. She has the whole world at her fingertips. She really does. Her long fingernails. Yeah. She's too cool for all of us. I feel like she needs to team up with Julia Fox on a spoken Mm. word. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, mm, Make mm, your baby mm, work. mm, mm, Yeah. (laughs) 
Well, more on her later. Speaking of mothers. Yes. From Lola to Madonna. We have a little bit, of course we do, from her mother. Queen mother, Madonna, I love ya. We're here with the long-awaited Song Exploder episode featuring Madonna and Stuart Price about Hung Up, which was fantastic. Bop. (laughs) Bop, 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 bop. Yes, Madonna spoke with Confessions producer Stuart Price, the Almighty, to talk about the making of one of the most iconic songs of all time. And And albums. Yes. Mm. And it was actually great. She, for the most part, kept it serious and spoke about the process the intention behind the track and it was really meaningful and insightful. And I felt like there's the woman I want to hear, you know, she likes to chuckle it up on the late night shows these days. She likes to be a troll professionally on socials, but at the end of the day, this is still the woman who did Ray of Light and still, you know, did all of these and incredible candy and candy shop and Spanish Forbidden lesson love. and hanky panky mm-hmm. And sometimes I want her to talk about the genius because she's she can be embarrassing. <laughs> she can be embarrassing. She can only want to do jokes. She's she had this comedian era that was hard to handle. She did stand up. She's a movie killer. <clears throat> she's a movie killer. I'm kidding. Uh, well, well, according to Duck Smoy, your favorite oh, gossip what do insider, they say now Dumois. They're over, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, sorry, it's, it's it. like pretty late. Dumois had blind items that the movie is in production hell because of all the script revisions and that it's not happening. I mean, anyone could say that. Everyone. We've been saying that. We've been saying that. How long? I just wonder if truly it. Legends only Moy. The Moy. Ooh. Mm. Copyright that. It sounds like a perfume. (laughs) We're going to do it right after we finish. Um, We're going to rebottle the fame. (laughs) Oh. What did she say that smelled like? I forget. Gaga said it was like gasoline and cum or something. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone was like, okay, work. <laughs> All I think of is the Necky Menage episode where it's called The Foam. <laughs> and she's like the little bottle and it's like. <laughs> That's my frame of reference for everything is the Necky Menage show. Uh of course. Well, if you get a chance, it's not long at all. No, it's like 20 something minutes. Yeah. Check out Song Exploder's Hung Up Dissection. It's a good time. Uh, uh, assuming, of course, that you are not a Scorpio. No, I'm not. I'm a Gemini. Exactly. Yeah. We don't need any Scorpios listening to Madonna's music, apparently, because remember, it happened in 2020. I feel like everything is a blur. David Guetta did an interview and he said that they were going to work after a remix he had done, work on the album. And then they sat down at a cafe and she asked him his star sign. And she said, it's been a pleasure getting to know you. We cannot work together. Goodbye. That's iconic. Yep. And then he went and did that infamous DJ set on top of like whatever. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Where he sampled I Have a Dream. Went really well for him. Oh, my. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's one of the funniest videos that's on the internet. Like, it's not funny, but. You know, uh, to be fair, at the same time that happened, Madonna was being dragged for the Rebel Heart covers. Remember when she put the Rebel Heart string on every oh, single yeah. world leader's face, including Martin Luther King Jr.? Yeah. You know, both of them were on a frequency that that were going to turn the channel, switch the station. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> but speaking of pop queens denying people of their star signs, there was another report this week. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Lopez, busy getting married. While well, she was busy getting married, Glee's Heather Morris did a podcast interview, and she spoke out about something she had heard, quote unquote, that J-Lo did auditions for dancers. And at one point, she said, how many of you are Virgos? And people raised their hand. And I guess J-Lo whispered something to an assistant. And the assistant was like, you can all go now. Thank you. I believe this 100%. 100%. 1,000%. I think the richer you get, the more like paranoid you get about like star signs and energy too. Like I feel mm-hmm. like there's plenty of very superstitious crystals, astrology. They don't want them in their orbit because of their energy. Yeah. I 100% believe it. And we've also heard all the stories about J-Lo anyway. Yeah. They're plentiful. I believe it. I'm obsessed with it. J-Lo and Madonna, by the way, are Leos. Interesting. Mm -hmm. See, I don't really get the whole compatibility thing with star signs. I think it more reflects you. Like, I'm not fully there, but I don't know. I'm also a Gemini, so we don't really, we clash with everything. Mm. So (laughs) maybe that's why. (laughs) I have no idea. I'm a Capricorn, and apparently I'm a Capricorn down. I'm apparently very much the type. Is that bad? I guess for some people. Oh. Just like dry, sarcastic, serious, career-driven. Cut. Cut throat, maybe. I don't know. Cut? <laughs> Wait, Band. what? Oh, I Cut thought... from the rehearsals. It's like, oh, that has to do with my religion, not my star sign. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Nobody was killed. <laughs> anyway. Nobody was cut at Stonewall. Well, we know Jennifer Lopez is not streaming Virgo's Groove like the rest of us. She is not. No. She hit skip on Renaissance at that part. Oh, must be She's hard listening out. to a singer. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if I had the luxury of not singing my songs, maybe I'd get eight hours of sleep a night too. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to slay her. <laughs> hmm. Um. Well... Speaking of singers. Yeah. What about them? Some of them are masked. Oh. Some of them are down under. Another manifestation, just in the wrong country. This one was a little eerily, once again, when we get a little Nostradamus, Mm -hmm. it hit pretty close. I thought the tweet that was adding us was a Photoshop at first. Yep. I was like, oh, that's so funny. haha. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, it's real. It's real. So, um, yes, Melody Thornton. Did she win? Second lead singer of the Pussycat Dolls. Oh. <laughs> One. Second lead vocalist. Masked singer Australia. Interesting. Where she competed against, I think there was Sam Sparrow and Michelle Williams. Who also, <laughs> Michelle Williams, did like a masked singer tour, right? Didn't she enter oh. all of them? Yeah, that Yes, because she's at least been on another one. Because when I saw her on this one, I was like, wait, but didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was a giant microphone. <laughs> But, I bet that that was a decision that she made. Definitely. Like, I'm going to be a microphone. Yes. Because they're going to remember that I sang one I note. sang the bridge. <laughs> Queen oh, of bridges. Oh, 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 oh. 
our Michelle Do you Bridge. Understand what I'm saying? But yes, our um, our rebellious second lead singer of PCD won Mass Singer Australia. Now, back in the day, we T Kyle specifically created an entire storyline, a very specific vision mm-hmm. of Melody performing all the way through Mass Singer, winning it and unveiling and confronting Nicole on the spot Live. of Mass Singer USA. I bet she tried to for USA. And the thing is, like all of the girls of PCD have had more extended TV exposure on in other territories, but not in America. Mm-hmm. So it probably wouldn't make sense here. But yes, it would. Maybe. It would go viral. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But she did it. Maybe she's working her way up. Like, Michelle, she's going to do a little tour of all the mass Singers. Mm-hmm. She'll end up on up. this one. Mm-hmm. Unveil. She's like, I'm not a dirty politician, but I am the girl who interrupted you at the 2006 awards. It could be Melody as the microphone. Yep. And then the quote-unquote dancers, as Nicole always liked to insinuate mm-hmm. that they were, mm-hmm. could then, you know pop their masks off too. Right. And it's like, cart me in. <laughs> One of them does a high kick. Uh, yeah. Kimberly. Now also to, and I'm going to say this to the universe so that I don't get Nicole Scherzinger karma. Oh God. I found my videos of when I went to see the PCD at today show in the morning mm-hmm. with the high kick and everything. I found my old uh, camera. Yeah. Katy Perry was there in that strawberry Dress, Jesse McCartney, PCD, Slade. Those were the days. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, we got PCD on the circus tour, obviously. And we, I saw them elsewhere, but Mm -hmm. yeah, of course, we love them all. As a group. (laughs) As a group. Together. Mm Mm-hmm. Power of five needs. (laughs) One girl more, if we're counting Carmine. One more in the line. No, it doesn't rhyme. Line and five don't rhyme. Power of five, five just needs one girl to sing live. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's bad. Power of five that needs was to cover I Will Survive. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Deep cut. Yeah. If you know, you know. True. Didn't Chelsea Corka sing that on the search for the next Pussycat Dolls? Oh, I think you're right. Oh, that's... Oh. 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 The days. Those were the days. Yes. That's what we need. We need more survival programs for girl groups. <laughs> Add them in. Like great American Ninja Warrior, but becoming a pop queen. <laughs> we could do it for Danity Kane. Aubrey could do auditions in every city around the world. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, shout out to Crispy for photoshopping Aubrey O'Day into oh. <laughs> the slide, the giant slide. She was there. That is now back and open. Not sponsored. Mm-hmm. But... Wear your helmet. Well, wear some butt pads. Mm. You have to lean forward. Did you see the TikTok where they show how to do it? Yeah. Yeah. You need the right aerodynamics mm-hmm. to, to hold the bag, legs wide, lean forward. Hold me closer. <laughs> Tiny death slide. <laughs> oh, well, speaking of. Speaking of, what a transition. Yeah. Hold Me Closer, which we have just bop. heard bop, 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 bop. for the first time in our lives. Yeah is out officially and doing huge numbers, actually. Uh, Debuted at number six on the Spotify US viral chart the day after. It was, I think, 13 or 14 globally. And that is not easy to do for a song in one day. 
and legitimately, I think it has the number one most impressions on radio, new ads. So it's doing something already in a big way. Yeah, so hold me closer out Friday, August 26th. Rose emoji, rocket emoji. And hopefully, I think that video is actually very cute, that little teaser. Oh, the little 3D... The animation? It's really cute. I actually wish they led with that because that would have been more of a gag because you would have, without the emojis, you would have been like, oh my God, that's her rose and that's his rocket. Like, that would have mm-hmm. been fun. It's fine. It's fine. There were some choices made with the, the rollout, but it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, so what do we think? Well, I loved your write-up on oh, your website. Thank you. Because I think it described perfectly how I was feeling because it's a cute song. Yeah. I like the song. Yeah. But I think, you know, we're day one fans. Yeah. And I was like, well, it's not giving, you know, give me more or like oh, hold it against me right. where it's going to change pop music. Right. But what you wrote in your article that I thought summed up perfectly how I was feeling was that it's not about any of that. Mm-hmm the deeper meaning is so much more important that this is her making the call to guest on a song that she was asked to do Mm -hmm. and she showed up and she did it and she shared it and she expressed that she wasn't fully confident, but doing this helped her feel more confident. And I think that is more, that's the deeper meaning here. Completely. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, Yeah. It's been hard. I mean, I really haven't written about her in about two years or so. I really only want to write about the music first of all. And I just like was thinking about what it means beyond obviously the song. And, you know, as many fans have pointed out, like this is her first song. Yes. Since glory six years ago, let's, you know, not count like the re-release stuff and all that swimming in the stars, swimming in the stars. Yes. But really her first, since the conservatorship, since piece of me, roughly 2007, which is kind of mind blowing. And the, the meaning behind her, agreeing to do it, coming to the studio and all of that is just really significant. I mean, and it's funny, right before I was going to publish it and then the interview with The Guardian came out and I think maybe Variety as well of the people involved, Andrew Watt, Circuit, Elton John, talking about the experience with her. And that really put it into context even more because first of all, they were incredibly, incredibly complimentary of her they were so hyping her up saying they were big fans but also like her professionalism her layering her knack for which is truly we've said on the britney pod any professional that works with her is like she gets into the stu- the booth she knows exactly what to do with like vocals melodies harmonies whatever she's hard on herself she's like no i don't want that take she just knows she's got it down to science because she's done this since forever um so they said all of that And they also pretty much hinted at the fact that her confidence is pretty shot, that they had to hold her hand through the process and really encourage her to get back up on this in a very sweet way. They were just, you know, she's been through a lot to say the least, and they had to really hype her up, it sounds like. But she was surrounded by people who genuinely were fans, who care about her, who wanted her to get this. So it was really nice to see. And I thought Elton's sentiments were really special. I mean, I got to speak with him when he was promoting his song with S.G. Lewis. And I remember when I was saying at the time that I was pretty shook by not only his music knowledge, like he was dropping names of up-and-comers left and right, just casually, constantly. He's such a nerd. 
um it's really like his, he has his ear to the street constantly still he's such a music fan but also he knows what she's been through not in the same way but has been broken before as he was talking about and i thought he just really had such lovely things to say about wanting to lift her up in the same way that when i was talking to him with sg he would deflect all my questions about like his legacy him being an icon whatever and be like oh but sg his ability to like take a, like he would constantly deflect to sg i'm like oh you really do care about building him up and emphasizing his talent in the same way that I felt like the interview was very much about him building Britney up. And I just think it's really genuine. He doesn't have to do it. He clearly saw, oh, I have an opportunity to put her on probably a huge bop, huge accessible general public approved bop of an existing hit. It'll be an easy sleigh for her. I think that's really generous and kind because, I mean, we saw what it did with Cold Heart. You know, it mm-hmm. was a smash for Dua. And here's a really easy way to sort of wade back into the waters of the music industry with somebody safe who has your best interest at heart. So for all those reasons, I'm just really happy about the release for her. Um, and I think her doing that funny celebratory video after to Elton being like, holy shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was a nice little confirmation that she's, okay with it, happy about it, wants to do it. Because as you and I have always said, like, if this is what she wants to do, cool. But we're not expecting anything. We don't want anything from her. But yeah, if she's down, if she wants to do this, yeah, we're going to rally around her and support Mm -hmm. it. So I was heartened to see that she wanted it. It's awesome. It's doing big numbers. And the reactions, although I'm not looking at like, I know there's criticisms but i'm i'm in my own bubble about it because i think it means a lot more than like nitpicking about the actual stuff yeah 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 i will say not that i've ever heard the leak or know that it exists but there are parts of it that i miss um if i had heard it the opening baby yeah they should have kept that one and cut the other one but yeah it's it's, fine and we don't know the reasons behind the edits but my suspicion is basically what they've outlined in these interviews which is perhaps that she gave notes that maybe she didn't want to be as prominent i'm guessing because i would think they'd want to use everything they could of her i don't know i don't think it's it's catastrophic by any means but she's such a humble legend that all signs seem to point to her like shying away and them really having to be like it's okay that was my takeaway was that she was like, oh, this is his song. I don't want to yeah, overpower saying, it. Yeah, saying that she's the background vocalist. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, yeah. but sweetie, you're a legend too. But every sort of like intention or like sign from all these people seems to be like, she's super skittish for obvious reasons. And we'll take what we can get right now of what she's comfortable with. Mm-hmm. So, A nice, safe, soft launch. Definitely. I don't take it as the comeback. I don't take it as anything like that. It's just sort of... no. I think that's where I was at too, was like, mm. she's always had these big triumphant mm. comeback moments. And so it's like ha- navigating this. I'm like, I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah. But then I read your thing and I'm like, ah, of course. Yeah. I would not want to call it the comeback. That's too much pressure anyway. Yeah. I feel like she should just, it's a warm up. It's like, let's get the vocals going again. You know, she's vibing. Remember the process, the v- recording thing. Also, let's not forget mm. that she executive produced Blackout. I will say that until the end of time. Mm-hmm. 
And Glory, which she talked about in this next thing. Yes. So the 22 minute. Here here we thought we were just going to sit down for the VMAs. Yeah. God, she's, she has got away. If she's not at the VMA, she's still going to make a moment mm-hmm. because the biggest news story was actually a notes, a voice notes app. Yep. A recording of 22 minutes called dot, dot, dot unlisted on YouTube, mm-hmm. which quickly rocked the world. Um, basically, not basically. It's, it's a long story. It's essentially, I would call this like the abridged book, like an audio book. It's, it's at least it a felt high like she level. was reading from something. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the high level book is my take of it mm-hmm. is more or less the story of 2008 onward. Yeah. It was shocking. I mean, in the same way of the court testimony, it was the same sort of like unbelievable candidness that you kind of just stunned and at a loss for words. And for the first few hours, you don't even really know what to say or yeah. what to do with that. I was saying on the Discord, like, aside from the actual story itself, the big takeaway from the jump and at the end was that she doesn't want to do Oprah or Drew or any of the other offers that have come in. She said, there's no point. I don't want or need the money. It's my story, my trauma, and I don't really want to do that. And it's easier to just do it like this. I mean, that's huge because obviously- You could do, she's got one of the biggest stories in Hollywood of all time. It could have been a week-long special on any sort of program. You know, the book, everything like that. I mean, do you remember like back in the day when she did like 60 Minutes for uh-huh. Womanizer getting released? It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. this is, yeah, it's massive. It's massive. And it means a, a lot. The gesture of just chucking it up unlisted on YouTube is really saying, I don't need it. I don't need to be paid to talk about this. And it is shade too, because it's saying, mm-hmm. look at my family, look it's at my layered. ex, yep. look at look everybody at else doing. and look at how they're doing it. They're doing it as 20 or whatever. Like, Good morning, America. They're doing it as interviews with shady tabloids. Like I don't need that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, well also throwing in details about how these same people were partying on her dime, yes. coming to Vegas. And, and like, yeah, I did catch they're the layering shade, for sure yeah i mean uh, not she's certainly there's ample reason to i would say like kind of thinking it over it is more or less the story we knew but her perspective of it mm-hmm. and the layers of it that we didn't know are just horrifying and i'm kind of at a loss for words still because it is just one of the most unbelievable stories of fame yeah of all time but i think the takeaway which was the takeaway of the podcast and everything else is that it is just unbelievably incredible how resilient she is and her strength and that we're so incredibly proud of her for finding her voice and speaking out she clearly is embarrassed and angry and every emotion under the sun she felt like she shouldn't couldn't tell that story and now piece by piece you know since the court testimony it's all spilling out yeah it's hard you know as a fan like i'm super uncomfortable and sad for her because it it's so it's so much of a share of all these things but at the same time we didn't know all those things we didn't know why at some points in her career she seemed really stilted and forced and unhappy and we're learning 
why, you mm-hmm. know, behind the scenes. It's filling in a lot of the the dots that fans had. She talked su- about the world tour. Suspicions about, yeah. And that was the one, Radio City. Yeah. You know, it did seem like she didn't want to be there, and yeah. now we know why. Yeah. She named all the albums. That was, I was mm-hmm. shocked that she just doesn't really talk about the music and in like an interview like that or hasn't in a very long time. Um, she talked about what we had all said about getting the spark back during glory, Ugh. which was thrilling that to was hear a that joy she, to hear. yeah, it kind of confirmed what fans felt was like, yeah, she was starting to feel it again. She was starting to feel like she was taking control of the music again or, mm-hmm. or her career. And well, yeah. And, and I had friends telling me that she wanted to do the VMAs that year. And then mm-hmm. the medley, all these things were like her ideas. And I'm like, Oh wait, what? Yeah. So yeah, it was nice to hear her talking about that time because I think it is a really magical yeah, moment. For sure. It really puts a lot into context about fan concerns and things not feeling right and what was happening behind the scenes. And yeah, she, of course, in traditional Britney fashion, then promptly deleted it. It wouldn't be Britney without a tweet and delete. Mm-hmm. But I think she does... You can still uh, find it, though. I think... She does the thing of like waiting until it's out there, seeing that it's out there and then deleting it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she just doesn't want it to exist on her space for that long. She she makes sure that the transmission was received and then gets rid of it. It's certainly as candid as the court testimony, except a lot more. The court testimony was like things were spilling out of her and you felt like mm-hmm. she she was racing to tell all things. This felt like she was taking pauses to be like... Yeah, it almost felt like a um, like details were being filled in mm-hmm. to the story. Yeah. And I almost wonder if it's voice notes for the book. That's what it sounded like to me. Like yeah. There were certain parts where I felt like this is... I feel like I'm listening to the audio book right. of a chapter. Right. So, I mean, we'll see, I guess, what happens there. But yeah, I also think overall for me... The one thing, I mean, I think this, the full story definitely I, needs to be like, you know, there's more time. Mm-hmm. It's going to take more time for her to fully tell that story in full detail. Yeah, because a lot of it is the build up to it, too. Mm-hmm. Like, we do have to talk about the birth of the career and everything that led up to 2007 and eight. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, obviously there's so much backstory. Mm-hmm. But my one takeaway I would say from this is I'm hearing someone who sounds to me at least like they're healing. Mm-hmm. And that was a, I mean, obviously the story is horrifying, yeah. but her message at the end, the way that she ended this was the like, end. she's doing the work. She's healing. She's, it sounds optimistic like she seems like she's in good spirits i don't the end truly is like that's why she's our girl yes like that made me like to talk about feeling alone and like an outcast i mean this is something that she's always talked about or like had yeah moments of this throughout her career it's a through line through her whole career of being awkward the outsider the weirdo um and to just say to have gone through all of that and to have been like if any of you also feel like you don't fit in or you're an outsider or you're weird, I hope this story helps you feel like more you can relate to this because my life has not been easy. That and her (sighs) saying you're not alone. I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. That really broke my heart, but also that's why we, she resonates with us. Like Mm -hmm. there's something underneath the whole pop sheen of Britney Spears that 
people really connect to and it's that it's that ultimately she is the the weirdo introvert goofy person mm-hmm. who also happens to be queen of pop queen of pop right it's just that dichotomy of it and that that sign off really got me but i agree i think it's it feels like an evolution of the story from the court testimony of somebody who's unpacking it and learning more even about the situation and just very proud of her it's really hard to hear those things obviously Mm -hmm. so yeah i'm happy that she continues to be finding her voice both now in music and in telling her story stream hold me closer yes stream hold me closer Mm -hmm. we'll see if it gets a video or anything else but yeah it is all over tiktok paris Mm -hmm. twirled to it Oh, the promo People for Hold Me Closer. It. Mm-hmm. it is all over. Yes. So speaking of, I think it's time for a little TikTok talk. A little TikTok talk with somebody that just bicycled past my house the other day, actually. Actually? Was that real? Yeah. <gasps> oh my God, Joe Jonas. Listening to Hold Me Closer. Yes, he promoted it too. Yes, that's in the we video. Stand. He has the... Um, world trade behind him as he's cycling and i'm like uh, oh. where are you going past my home i remember when he opened for her fast life era oh yeah that's right like no one knew the words to the song and i was just like screaming <laughs> crying yeah it's fine anyway joe jonas is teasing that dnce is covering come clean by hillary duff i don't know if this is real we'll find out no i think so <gasps> oh my god like studio version maybe i saw the tiktok teaser of them performing it. Mm-hmm. We love a Disney throwback. Leg- Disney legends acknowledging Disney legends. Yeah, we'll have to see what comes of that. Is it a series that they do? Are they doing like a cover series? I think they did a poll. Okay. Asking fans what song should they do? Wow. That's more a millennial thing. Yeah. We will be streaming if it <clears> happens. <throat> yeah. But speaking from generations to... Not that I love the generation war. I, I happen to think that it's all made up and stupid. Yeah, what the fuck is going on with the generation war on TikTok now? I... I Was it just because that one trending video? I think so. I, maybe. It's I, a come and go. There's It'll a be conversation a about millennial speak that's been happening on TikTok about like BuzzFeed speak and sort of the internet lingo of 2000, the 2000s and like yeah there's some truth to it but it's also like made up things to divide us and get us mad yeah it's weird Mm -hmm. i think our generation personally is the coolest because we're the last generation to grow up before the internet yeah which i think is really special and unique so just saying unique like we grew up and you had to like you know use a payphone right I think every generation has their something, but I am appreciative of the fact that I know both worlds for Mm -hmm. sure. I happen to think, I just think that life is cyclical and we do this shit every single time because I feel like boomers had to deal with their parents being like, you're using a telephone to talk to your friends. Back in my day, you had to go meet. Like, I feel like every (laughs) back in my day, we had to feed a pigeon, (laughs) feed a pigeon. I just think every generation has their own like oh it was never this bad it was never this and maybe we're all just getting possibly quite possibly just worse and worse and worse but Mm -hmm. i think this happens every 
single generation of like, oh, well, back in my day, it wasn't like this. And that is true, but I don't know. It's just different versions of the yeah. same shit. Or like Gen Z calling us embarrassing. Right. And Generation like, Alpha is about to scalp them in a few oh my years. God. That's the thing about Gen Alpha has so much to work with. Oh, yeah. Because back when I was a team, we didn't have the internet. So there's gonna nothing there. They're going to come for Bestie. They're going to come mm-hmm. for... They're going to come for Slay. Slay vibes. They're going to Slay Slay. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> well, They're we'll there with their here. iPads playing. Yeah. Typing down everything Gen Z says. I'm going to send out another smoke signal to everyone to stream Sacrifice why... by BB Rexa. <laughs> That's why I just... It's like comforting to me because... I just know the feeling of what happens when you cycle out because mm-hmm. as I had told the story on the Britney pod, I think when I sat down for the X factor auditions and the twink next to me was like, who are you here for? And I was like, well, Britney, obviously. And he's like, Oh, I like her, but she's old. I'm here for Demi. I, I and I felt myself. Where's he now? <laughs> um, he's streaming. Tai Holy for fuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's getting pounded at Tai T listening to who? <laughs> Holy fuck. Um, uh, the demon twink. Yeah, he was the demon twink. But you know, like when people are like, Ariana's queen of pop, whoever, what have you. I'm like, well, guess what, sweetie? In 10 years, mm-hmm. in 20 years, when somebody's just like, who? She's yeah. old. It's going to happen to you. It's going to be painful. They're going to be standing robots in 10 years. Oh my God, yes. We already do. Yeah. Ava Max. (laughs) (laughs) But Sona from League of Legends, (laughs) Seraphine outsold. I just think it's funny and it's going to happen to everybody. And I just watch it happen to every generation. Mm -hmm. But anyway, tighten up those scrunchies, girlies. (laughs) Jen Alpha is going to be snatching your ponytails very soon. Yeah. Good luck with your middle part. (laughs) Once they deem that old, you're done for. Also, like, don't you remember getting made fun of for that shit? And, which, like, now it's, like, the style. Which shit? People wearing scrunchies oh, and, yeah, like, yeah. having middle parts. Well, it's always cyclical. Keep the things in your closet because they'll be And now that's, trend, like, the thing where everyone trends. matches their scrunchie to, yeah. like, their outfit. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, now it's cool? Not that I ever wore scrunchies, but, like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Our fucking bootcut jeans with our Old Navy flips are about to be the biggest thing in the world again. If that trend comes back, I will be so upset. Yeah, it was not flattering for anyone. No. No. Yeah, it all repeats itself. Honestly, so I can't believe I used to wear bootcut jeans and flip-flops to work. Yeah. In Times Square, through Times Square. It's definitely a trip to watch sort of the hyper-pop artists glamorize, like the flip phone, the, you know, basic texting, the the aesthetic of it all. Because it's like, yeah, we were fucking struggling to send a text message. It wasn't... Yeah. We wish that we could have a iPad. To- we had to pay 25 cents a text and you had to use QWERTY. Oh my God. These bitches can't even spell QWERTY. <laughs> but like we did it to the 80s. So it's just, it's always going to be whatever. It's all aesthetic. Yeah. That is to say, one of our queens has Good luck to your faves. come for Gen Z <laughs> and she is snatching. Oh my God. <laughs> Julia Fox. Julia Fox. Probably my favorite thing on TikTok this week. I'm loving her speaking out lately. Uh Uh-huh. She's making so many points. She is. But essentially what she did was she had this speech. Well, not speech. It was like a a selfie video. (laughs) Yeah. Where she was talking about how children these days aren't taught life skills. Yes. What's the word for it? Um, Basic motor skills. No. (laughs) Uh, uh, There's a term for it, though. Um, I don't know. 
It's like you would go to school to learn how to like fix cars. What was the word? I forget. Trade? Oh. No. <laughs> yes. Like a trade school. Yes. Like uh, voc. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I probably said something that's going to get me canceled. Anyway, <laughs> the point is she was saying how kids are not taught basic life skills because society wants you to get older and then have to rely on paying someone else to do things for you. Mm. So she was teaching her kids life skills so that they could be independent. Right. And people took that as, you know, the internet does as she supports child labor and forcing children to work. And she's like, no, I literally just trying to teach my kid how to clean up after himself. Like it's not that serious. Yeah. But she twisted the joke. (laughs) Yeah. And is now like constantly telling her kid to like go sweep and clean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like she, showing a broom. She showed the broom and she was like my most controversial move of 2022. Mm-hmm. And it was like a broom. Yeah. And then she showed her child, um, I think sweeping or something. Or was it just at the park? There was one where he was at a playground. Yeah. On one of those like old school spinning things. Yes. And he's like cute pick of my child at the labor camp yeah. that he works at. <laughs> just God. She made several points. She did. That's the thing. If you think about it, they don't teach you how to do shit. Right. Like actual stuff. Mm-hmm. Do I need to learn how to fucking, you know, when they would make you do like the lines and like math and then all that like X yeah. over this? Wh- when do I ever need that again? Why are we not taught how to do our taxes in school when we can go to jail for not knowing how to do them after? It's like, oh. that's one of my big things. No it's one like, ever taught me how to tie a tie. Mm-hmm. That too. How do I fix a tire? Mm-hmm. That too. No, it's all. It's true. Yeah, it's true. We need. We need those life skills. We need Julia Fox's vocational school mm-hmm. because we are all lacking in basic everything. Yeah. <laughs> we actually we have no lack of basic, but we are all too points. basic. She made several points. She also spoke on meditation and the benefits that it had for her as a wild child growing up to learn to meditate again all great points Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we just need that debut single spoken word if lola can do it so can julia fox actually Mm -hmm. speaking of needing debut singles i think it's time speaking of fashionistas yeah it's time for a little segment that we like to call High Fashion. <laughs> so editorial. Guys, this is awesome. This is a billboard. This is super high fashion. Oh my God, that's so high fashion. So high fashion. Addison Ray is back on the cover of another magazine instead of on the top of the charts. Yep. She is cruelly on the cover of a magazine called Remix Magazine. Wouldn't we like to? Where are they? Where's the remixes? Maybe we could if the originals were out. Yep. Very cruel, but fortunately for us, the shoot is a toot, a slay, a serve in a big way. She is giving you curves on the bed, Mm -hmm. hair perfectly flipping in the air. It's good. It's a good look. A slay. It really is. I feel bad for her. I feel really bad for her. Have you seen her parents acting out? So we haven't actually talked about it on the podcast ever. No, we haven't. Even though it has been bubbling up on like TikTok and TMZ and all of that. Uh, Us getting called out for dragging boomers. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, pop stars and their fucking parents. Well, soon to be pop stars in her case. It's something about fame that really just makes 
these fucking family members go insane. Back the full, girl. I'm here. Back the full. Because between the dad, like, challenging that guy to a fight on TikTok. Yeah, it was like... And, like, cheating or something, maybe, allegedly. And then the mom going to the VMAs with young gravy? Sure. The yeah. flavor. Mm. The flavor. I really genuinely very much feel bad for her. It's all because of her fame. Yeah. These flops think they're somebody doing stunts. Very embarrassing. We're going to need them to pipe down. Yeah. And we're going to need her to be able to get her music out. Now, did I say it on the pod? Maybe this is an exclusive with all my insider tea. I was oh my talking, God, insider tea. Yes. Blue. I was talking to a publicist friend of mine who talked to a publicist friend of theirs. And <laughs> oh, yeah. they were saying that the reason the music hasn't come out is because it took too long. And at this point, the songs have been like relinquished to other pop stars. Did I say that already? Maybe. No, I don't Maybe think not. you did. Um, that That's news to me. Basically... The music has sort of passed its expiration date, allegedly, possibly, and might be being offered to other artists at this point. Gotcha. Which could be true. It sounds plausible. Yeah, yeah. If the song's sitting in the vaults, somebody else might pick it up who has a bigger budget or is looking for songs or whatever. So maybe we'll see those songs getting placed with bigger pop stars or something. Oh my God, whoever gets to die for (sighs) is going to slay the charts. But yeah, more more sad news because that would be a real shame if that album got away from her because of because it sat on ice for too long. Mm. So that's that was the rumbling that I heard. I can't confirm that's true, but it does sound like something that does happen a lot in the industry. Is like if you've that also adds up. It was you know she had the performance and then I mean nothing, nothing on dropped. but the radio. It somehow found its way into her hands. Yeah. So these the kids don't even know what fucking radios are anymore. <laughs> They don't. They've never listened to a radio. Just Queen Radio. Nothing on but my Hulu. (laughs) I've got nothing on but the night. Well, hopefully she can snatch back some of those smashes. Her waist to die for. Oh, fucking bop. Someone snatch that up. I I don't care who it is. Any of you can take that. I'll take it. I'll see. I'll buy it. Yeah, just run some like auto tune over it. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck would I there's nothing to die for about me? <laughs> like be like, um, what would I say? Your immune system. <laughs> oh, these tits to die for. <laughs> Actually, I could sing my legs to die for. I have nice legs. <laughs> I'm really just pitching myself. Whoever wants to sell me this song. Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, Addison, we stand. Oh, in Addison, we trust. We do. Well, another legend that I want to shout out for high fashion editorial, even though there's absolutely no fashion in this, but oh. they are chic and okay. editorial. Serena Williams for Time Magazine. That's right. The cover says the greatest. There are no lies in that publication. Mm-hmm. But my favorite part about this is Kelly Rowland mm. gave a quote. Which is like, you know. Did she use the F slur? No, I wish oh, she, she could have. She should have. have supported <laughs> <laughs> And by the way, we're recording this before I see Serena's match. I know this is round. actually before you go viral for when the camera's on you during the match and you're sobbing. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, the thing is, uh, 
Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. The camera mm-hmm. will catch you, I'm sure. I'm going with Will. Mm-hmm. So I'll just tell Will to film anything yes. embarrassing because I want to keep it, obviously. Obviously. I have like four things of tissues packed <laughs> from my bag. Anyway, the point is Kelly Rowland standing Serena. Yeah. And I just thought her quote was really great. She said, quote, for a young black girl to have survived the spaces where she wasn't welcomed, mm-hmm. she stood with pride. She represented for all of us when we couldn't do it. She made it okay. Claim your space, even when they're calling you words you'd never answer to. You can't hear it. Don't hear it. I'm sure that was a very scary place to be, but to do it, and you're the first to do it, the way you do it, with your own unique way, with style and with grace and unapologetic of your greatness, Roland says, choking back tears. The true, huh? That's not one of the quotes. Um, the final quote is, that took some fucking guts. And that really just sums it up. Wow, that was an incredible quote, actually. Oh, it's so good. We'll see if she's in the box tonight. Oh There's God. a lot of rumors and rumblings about who might be in Serena's VIP section. Yeah, the news reports are saying that it's a ceremony. They had her invite 100 guests. Mm-hmm. And those names include allegedly, possibly Meghan Markle and Beyonce. We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But she has a lot of fans, you know. She we're sure all, does. There. Mm-hmm. We will have to see. Well, another VMAs moment that did happen, actually, and that I wanted to mention during the high fashion moment. Glad you pr- brought this up, Mr. Lil Nas X. Mm-hmm. Giving you two moments, actually. The sort of Iman at the Met Gala ray of sun yeah peacock feather peacock this was the black version iman did gold loved that loved that it's giving share it's giving share the body was right and tight and shout out to friend of the pod marco monroe who did his other outfit the the holy ensemble in which he was grabbing his crotch the whole time on stage i don't know if that was a wardrobe malfunction or if he just liked having his hand there but he looked hot in that too. He did. See, this is the VMAs. You should wear something that makes a statement. I don't care if it's tacky or extravagant or over the top. Mm-hmm. Do something. Lil Nas X understood the assignment of the VMAs, in my yes. opinion. As did. Yes. Mas- mascot of the pod, friend of the pod, legend of the pod. BB Rexa. So a fan tweeted her and was like, oh, what can we expect for the red carpet? And she quote retweeted it and just said tits. She like she embodies the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she is me on a different, you know, like they talk about different planes of the universe mm-hmm. on TikTok. You know, all the kids say the shit like how yeah. I don't know, whatever the fuck it is. But yeah, she is you. Yeah. She came tits out as promised mm-hmm. with leg out. Yep. Tits bouncing on the red carpet. I was screaming because and during the ceremony, it was like getting to the end, to the end, to the end. And then it was like, finally, BB came out. I was like, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is the, the moment that we're all waiting for. She looked great. She had the bee necklace. Loved that. She looked fantastic. And she, well, we'll be discussing the bop in a moment. But yeah, my favorite moment, which we both actually posted, was her after the VMAs video. She is so real for this. I mean, that is the reality of pop star life so much when you're not specifically like one of the 20 pop stars who are just shuttled from hotel to hotel. She just full on went back to Long Island. Yeah, she just took an an Uber to Staten with her 
<laughs> like one little suitcase. Tits out. <laughs> this full is glam. the reality. Yeah. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that. Mm. Oh God, I love it. Pop star of the people. Honestly, she really is. Speaking of giving it to the people, we've got some new music, and we're going to keep it going with Miss Rexa, Booby Rexa, yes, or Blueby Rexa. <laughs> <laughs> Is here with her bop finally called I'm Good Blue. With David Guetta. A little interpolation of an Eiffel 65 classic. Yep. It's a smash. It's so good. Smash. smash. Literally good. Gonna be the best. I just tweeted her about that. She sounds legitimately amazing in that part. Like, I actually want, like, a mix. And maybe she has more ad-libs that they could send through the stems. But she sounds amazing when she's singing I'm Good at the end of the song. Yep. I want like a trance version of that. Like it sounds so good. Mm-hmm. The beginning of the track is very much the TikTok yeah, sound. Yeah. And then it, she has a whole new verse mm-hmm. and then it, yeah. I do. I love her voice. I, it's a very urgent, good pop voice. And when she like goes off in the name of love, like she, she can belt, she can go off. Mm. We, we love Miss Rexa. It is, this is a podcast for bad bitches and Rexars only. It really is. I'm kind of obsessed with her. Same. I'm just happy for her because I checked. She's already, this is already her fourth most popular song on her Spotify page. Already has 4 million streams. And for coming out on Friday, that's, it's looking good for her. Yeah, it's looking really good. Yeah. I want this to be a big old general public bop. And then once they hit the festivals with it. Oh, it's over. Yep. Yeah. She's, she's good. Some might say. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah. Well, She's also <laughs> been in the studio with Tuve Lu. She has. Tuve Lu and BB did a little fun little TikTok together, and BB taste that she has set it to Tove's song, very generous, Tuve Lu's song, No One Dies from Love. Now, No One Dies from Love. <laughs> yes. See what I did there? I think she had said they just happened to bump each other in the same studio, but my God, I really need them to actually collab. Because the thing also is their names are all over credits of other bops that you might not know about. Like they're fantastic songwriters. Tuvalu did Girls Aloud Something New. BB did Tanache's All Hands on Deck. Like you're just going to find them in different corners of pop where you're like, oh, mm-hmm. they slay. And so I want, and because they're songwriters, I want to hear what they cook up together. Use your words, writer girl. Writer girls. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm all for it. And of course, the main event that we've all been waiting for while chewing our extra gum. <laughs> Slay! She might be a figment of our imagination. She might be an avatar. But she's coming with her new single, everyone. Max Anista's Put Your Paws Up. Ava Max, Million Dollar Baby, September 1st, with Leanne Rimes. Country music star, <laughs> as Brandy Glanville once said. Leanne Cibrian, yeah. right? Can't Fight the Moonlight, Interpolation. You his tires. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, hope that's included in the so song. Iconic. Oh my god. Oh, I tease, right. I tease. Oh, we love it. Ava Max is coming with Million Dollar Baby. We got a teaser of the video, presumably, on TikTok, in which she is recreating Coyote Ugly on the bar top with Leanne Rimes. That movie is iconic. It is. 
It absolutely is. Now, some might be a little tired of Ava's interpolations. Not me. No, nope. me neither. I think she's got a good thing going and she should just follow that. I also love an unexpected interpolation. Like, who was <laughs> thinking of bringing this bot back? It's also, like, Ava. honestly, not... There's it's It borrows the melody, but it's not, like... Blatant. The song at yeah. all. Yeah. But I'm really excited for her. And I'm excited, of course, for her VMA gig that she had, promoting extra gum for three hours straight. <laughs> Those commercials came fast. Yeah. Furious. We just need to call a board meeting about the hair. Yeah, it's different again. Well, first of all, I it's had multiple new. people text me and say, that's what Ava Max looks like. Because nobody really knows without the iconic hair now. I said what I said when I said it. We need to get back to the max cut. And I don't care if it's in a million different colors, but I feel like the silhouette gave us Ava Max. Yep. And we need... It's called branding. We need... It was what is too Joanne soon. without the pink hat? I think we just jumped the gun with thinking, you know, the first few songs we had it. Somebody on the team said, all right, enough. We're good. I, we're not good yet. No. And what's such a bummer is Tiesto with the business, yeah. the Ava Max solo version video, mm-hmm. that was like peak slay. And I was like, oh. Yeah. And then, yeah. The thing is, it's branding. It is branding. And it was a look that made it Ava Max, mm-hmm. including her incredibly hard to believe origin story about the cut. You know that? No. You don't know about why she has the cut? The or like the the I mean, story? No. This complete lie. It's such a bad maybe it did happen. I should say that. Oh god, is it something like tragic? No. Well, no. <laughs> okay. So I thought it was just something simple, like she had long hair. Then one day was like, oh, I might want to do a bob and cut one side of it. And then was like, oh, no. And so they just didn't do the other side. And that's why it's, you know. It's not. She said, (laughs) I'm just going to get her words for it because I don't want to mess up the way that she explains it. Everyone thinks I made up this story, which it sounds like a made up story. And my mom even said, girl, that sounds crazy. Did it actually happen? I was like, mom, it actually happened. I was baking cookies one day by myself at my place. It was about four years ago. I started cutting a bunch of wigs, coloring wigs. I was going through this whole thing. I'm like, I want to change my look. And then I walked downstairs, forgetting to cut the other side, passed a mirror, looked at myself and said, I literally look sweet but psycho. It makes sense. And that's how the Max Cut was born. Why do I believe it? Because her cookies were ready and she had to go get them. So she was like, you know, setting the timer for yeah. like 25 minutes, uh-huh. went upstairs, took a little wig and was like, snip, 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 snip. timer went off and she's like, oh shit. Yep. I got to go get the cookies. Yep. Looked in the mirror. And then looked in the mirror and thought, wow. I'm serving. There she is. Yeah. I believe it. I have to believe it. As an avatar and a Maxinista, I have to believe what my leader is saying. Yeah. That's the origin. I believe it. Sweep a psycho. And when you have a vision like that of genius, <laughs> yes, bring it back. I agree. Those cookies were there for a reason. That <laughs> timer don't. went off when it was supposed to go off. <laughs> Something made you look in that mirror. Those sprinkle cookies. <laughs> yeah. You threw them in the garbage and you cut your I hair. I said, Melissa, <laughs> I like pignoli cookies. I do think she looks astonishingly 
indistinguishable from other people without the cut. So we need to like. Well, I was just getting used to the red. Yep. And then all of a sudden it was brown. And I was like, who is this girl? And I'm like, oh. I've heard insider. I've heard there have been a lot of creative change, like team cycling through people on the creative direction side. Oh. Constant. And we're not landing anywhere. And it shows because the creative direction has been truly chaotic. Yeah. So I just say go back to basics, literally, and go back to what worked. Yep. Branding 101, mm-hmm. brand your eras. Speaking of... um, Like she didn't even let the red hair have a loud era. Not even. And she also, over the weekend, we cannot forget, had the free Sam's Club performance oh, that yeah. went viral. I don't even know what that is. It's like Costco. Oh, got it. It was very Lady Gaga, Walmart parking lot sort of vibe. Fifth Harmony performing in that one. Yeah. 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 I believe they did the Sam's Club corporate um, party. Like oh. that was the put your hands up. Yeah. yeah. I think that's that. Um, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. Not great. I saw, shout out to Who Weekly, I saw they retweeted um, a fan, a friend of the pod who had asked one of the workers to take one of the giant banners of the Ava Max free concert, as I would have as well. Yeah. I hope the coin was good. That's what I'll say. It probably was. Yeah. I bet it was. Now, was it like a Sam's Club for the employees? No, no, no. You just walk out. Yeah. Just get like some eggs and then... Look to your left and my head, my heart, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I'd be- She's like in the garden accessories yeah. section. <laughs> no, it was Damn outside. should have flown out. Yeah, we should have. <laughs> I would have but- given her the best audience reaction. Honestly. Of her life. Yeah. We're Ugh. finding our footing. I miss mall tour eras. I know. That's basically what it was. Yeah. Mm. Brooke Hogan. Yeah. Iconic. Very. Well, we will keep fighting the fight for Miss Ava Max. We do need a new single, so thank God we've got Million Dollar Baby. Is her album also dropping around Taylor's new... Around, not on the same day. It's before, right? It is before, and it will outsell it. So... Should. Taylor should <laughs> be scared. Diamonds. If the world had taste... Taylor is wearing would. diamonds, <laughs> so I can see she's already inspired. I feel like the Taylor album's gonna be collabs i think there was a story in the sun that it's collab heavy actually funny you should say so some people are speculating (laughs) yes bb many are speculating that this will finally be the lana taylor crossover because she's always in pictures with her now with jack antonoff which would end certain circles of stan twitter would decease them yeah We'll see. We'll see. We shall see. We shall see. Spooky season incoming. Diamonds and dance floors and yeah. midnights galore. Slime. Well, speaking of Stan Wars, we will be continuing this conversation in the after show. That's right. Discussing the VMAs and some Stan Wars that are now over based on mm. certain things that were said. What was said? We'll find out. Yeah. Certain people taking out their phones and congratulating and thanking oh, yes. others. Well, back to the Billboard Hot 100 end of the episode. Yeah. Which is difficult to get to. Not everybody Someone gets finally there. got one. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> 
Part of me almost wants to like piss off the barbs a little just to get some promo. And that is something very unique to you. You know, maybe I'll clip myself dragging Nikki and then post it on our account. That is something that will absolutely (laughs) go well for you. (laughs) We get suspended for like bullying and harassment. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, we have different methods of promo. (laughs) Yeah. I don't. um, It's fine. Yeah. But anyway, speaking of promo, if you'd like to join us on Patreon, we have an after show after the show and we will be talking more. Yeah. But if not, thank you for joining us for as long as you have. And until next week, we will see you soon. I feel like see you soon could be remixed into I'm good blue. Yeah, it could. See you soon. Bob. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.